Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out, my podcast, as well as live stream. Five nights a week we do this podcast. We record it five nights a week. When I record it, I am TikTok live, I am Facebook live, and I'm working on going live on other platforms like Twitter and Instagram and any other thing because this is a full-blown live stream as well as a podcast. Now, if you'd like to interact for now, Anytime I do it, it's usually, uh, you know, 6.30-ish, 7 o'clock at night when I'm going to do my podcast, except for on Sundays. We're trying to find a real hard time to get this done. What What's a consistent time that I can do it? I don't know yet. I'll figure it out. But in the meantime, if you follow me on Facebook, right, or you follow me on Twitter, I'm not Twitter, if you can follow me on um, TikTok, you'll know when I'm live because if you follow me, you're going to get a little thing that says, boop, go boop, notification, I'm live. Now, if you're listening to me live right now, share the feed, please, on Facebook. Also, follow, like my page. If you're watching on TikTok, TikTok peeps, let everybody know that we're doing spazzing out every single night, five nights a week. And then we come on here and we talk about the topics of the day. Some of the things I want to talk about today, okay? <clears throat> um, I don't really have much spilt milk, but I do want to talk about a place where I got a chicken sandwich and it was touted as the greatest chicken sandwich of all time. And it was a pretty good chicken sandwich, but it's not the greatest. So I want to talk about that place. NAS, NASA, or scientists, are looking into aerobotics. Aerobotics, it's erotic and robotic put together. Aerobotics for astronauts because they're up in space and they're not getting any. I want to talk about that. We have a DB alert. The DB alert in Somerville. I want to talk about Ellen DeGeneres and why Ellen's not the problem and why you're you're a pussy. That's the problem. Your parents made you a pussy and you can't handle Ellen's work workplace bullcrap. I want to talk about that. <clears throat> um, dude, Splash Mountain is my favorite Disney ride. Something happened on Splash Mountain today. We're going to talk about that. Trump is going to sue Nevada over mail-in ballots. I want to cover that. TikTok. Trump saves. Trump saves TikTok. He doesn't ban it. He saves TikTok. I want to talk about that. Also, talk about a state senator from Oklahoma that's looking into taking away the tax benefits for their NBA team because the guys won't stand for the national anthem. I love it. Let's just get right into the chicken. I love, just like every American, we love chicken sandwiches. They're phenomenal. Now, the best chicken sandwich on the planet, just it's just Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has the best chicken sandwich of all time. I've never had a better chicken sandwich in my entire life than Chick-fil-A. Not from like a real fancy restaurant, not from a buffet, not from home, anywhere. Chick-fil-A makes the best chicken sandwich of all time. Guys, my daughter just came downstairs, so let's see. It's podcast time, so it means my daughter comes downstairs. Doesn't bother me all day, except for when it's time for podcast time. Yes, honey? Uh, Please, please, please. Please let me get a toy from down here. Um, you can look, but I can't help you. I'm doing my podcast. I know. Okay. So down here in the basement, my daughter has all her old toys. She wants to look for a toy. Now, listen. The best, the the best, best, best. Uh, uh, Ryan, I hope everything's all right with your family. The the best, best, best chicken sandwich comes from chicken chicken filet. Now, why don't you guys tell me? Well, I'll give you my thoughts on Odell Beckham in a little bit. We'll get to Odell Beckham a- as well on the NFL and his garbage comments about not wanting to play this year. Um, all right, so I, I just I was touted. Now, when someone tells me they got their they found the best chicken sandwich of all time, the first thing I think I was like, I'm like, bro, 
Chick-fil-A has the best chicken sandwich. How are you going to find something better? It's better than Popeye's. It's better than Wendy's. I don't know where you guys think the best chicken sandwich is, but I think it's Chick-fil-A. So this new place, I don't know if it's a, a, a franchise or if it's just up here in New England. It's called Flip the Bird. Now, it's been around for a while, but they just opened up, up one in Swampscott, which is two towns from where I live. I live in Revere, Massachusetts. If you go up the coast, I live on the coast, through Lynn, get up to Swampscott, they have Flip the Bird. Now, I was told that the, the OG is what they call the, the, the sandwich, right? The sandwich is called the OG, the original gangster chicken sandwich, I guess. I don't know. Now, it wasn't bad. I just got bumped off of... Um, uh, TikTok. Let's find out why we got kicked off of TikTok, and I and I'll continue to see how long we get banned. All right, I've been banned for for five minutes on TikTok. I must have uh, apparently TikTok is uh, pissed off about the fact that I like chicken sandwiches. Anyways, so the chicken sandwich was was touted to me as the greatest chicken sandwich of all time. So I said, you know what? Let me go get a chicken sandwich from Flip the Bird. Now, first things first, I have to give these guys credit. It was a good chicken sandwich. I got the OG. It was a good chicken sandwich. The bun was good. Not a soggy bun. Had the uh, the fried chicken. And they didn't use pickles. I don't think it's a pickle. Looked more like a cucumber. But it might have been a pickle. And uh, something like mayonnaise. I don't know if it was mayonnaise or what it is. Pretty good. Wasn't bad. But wasn't the greatest of all time. Still does not top Chick-fil-A sandwich. It, it's an all right thing, but I was disappointed. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Not only am I disappointed, it gave me heartburn. And I know I get. I listen, dude. I get. I get GERD all day, every day. But it gave me heartburn. I ate. I only ate half of it. That's that's how you know a sandwich isn't good. Is when you eat half. But it, it listen. I don't want to say it wasn't good. It just wasn't like, oh, this is the best. So I was disappointed in the flip the bird. But you should go try it out and try it out for yourself. As far as chicken sandwiches go. I'm going to have to say that Chick-fil-A still has the best chicken sandwich, hands down. So I just want to move on. We'll, we'll, we'll get out of that. But if you guys want to send me a comment or whatever, wherever you can get the best chicken sandwich, I'm, I'm down to try it. But it's going to be tough to beat Chick-fil-A. Um, we'll save TikTok for TikTok. Let's get to Disney. Uh, all right, so we all know that Disney is, is back open and, and there's limited access to, to Disney World. And um, I just thought this was funny, and you guys could check it out on my Twitter. So, uh, so, and the only reason I brought it up, I'm bringing this up, is because Splash Mountain is my favorite ride at Disney. And oddly enough, like every time I've been to Disney, which is probably like five or six times, um, Splash Mountain is usually closed. It's only been like three or four of the times that I've been to Splash Mountain that it's actually been open. I feel like the ride is always under construction or it's always being worked on. And anyways, there is a funny video of a family getting uh, caught in one of the boats and the boat sinks and the Disney employee tells them they need to, st to remain seated and in the boat as the boat starts to sink. Sink. Douchebags, idiots. But I only brought it up because I love Splash Mountain. Um, I don't know what your favorite ride at Disney is. I know what ride I don't like. It's a small world. I, I could gouge my eyes out for It's a Small World. I think that It's a Small World is probably everybody's at least favorite ride at Disney. It's a nightmare. Literally, you're you're in there for 20 minutes. And they do it in like 50 different... 20 different languages. The kids love it, though. My daughter, she loves it. Let's do it again. I'm like, yeah, I don't have another 20 minutes of my life to go through this thing. It's awful. Um, next best ride, though, 
is uh, the Star Wars stuff. I haven't been to the Star Wars Galaxy, so I don't know. But the Star Wars stuff that they currently have is pretty cool. And um, the Toy Story, the, the, the gun Toy Story ride, that's bomb. I don't know exactly what, what you call it, but that's, you know, that's pretty cool. So, anyways, going on from that, those are just some uh, uh, personal things that I thought were funny that I wanted to talk about. I really want to get in to talking about Ellen DeGeneres, and I want to get into the Somerville Mayor. But I think I can relate more to what's going on with um, with with Ellen than I can uh, with, you know, the, the, the mayor of Somerville. So I, I'm going to try to... Let me see if TikTok comes back on, guys. Hold on for a sec, because we just got bumped off of TikTok. TikTok always bounces you when you've done something that's ridiculous, but let's see if we're still... Now, we're still bounced off. I got it. All right. Everybody knows that Ellen is under fire uh, for a toxic workplace environment. Now... New allegations have come out with some of the producers where there might be some sexual harassment. I'm not going to speak on the sexual harassment. If someone is being legitimately sexually harassed by, by, a, by, by a female, by a male, that person is a scumbag for doing it. No two ways about it, you're a douchebag. But I want to talk about the toxic work environment that's being alleged by some celebrities and by some employees. They're basically saying that, uh, that Ellen is a mean person. So Ellen's not accused of doing any sexual harassment. She's being accused of creating a toxic work environment and that she's mean. Now, I've worked in entertainment almost my entire life. I did 16 years on a radio station in Boston. And the entertainment business, even even locally, it's a tough business. It's a very tough business. It's a very demanding business. And you have to perform. And if you don't perform, you're going to get called out. And if you create content that sucks, you're going to get criticized for that. If you're not on the top of your game, you're going to take a lot of heat. It's what I imagine what the Patriots locker room must be like with Bill Belichick, where everybody is going to get bitched at if they mess up. Nobody does anything good. And if you do something good, you're not going to get a high five for it. You're just not going to get bitched at. Right? Successful people demand you to be great. Here's the problem. This is what I believe is happening in Ellen's office, in Ellen's work environment. She is a very good entertainer. She's very funny. She puts on a great show. And she demands that everybody else around her be just as good as she is. And people can't handle it. This era of people, they can't handle constructive criticism. When you go to someone and you tell them something they, they've worked on for 10 hours or a week or two weeks long that it sucks, they can't handle it. They melt, they break under pressure, they bitch. Instead, it's what they should be doing is when Ellen comes to them and tells them, hey, listen, what you're doing sucks. I don't want it on my show. What they should be doing is listening to her and trying to learn from her what works, trying to figure out what Ellen does think is good. Try to figure out what is great. She just doesn't want it. She doesn't hate you, right? She's not telling you your content sucks or the job that you're doing. No, no. She's telling you your content sucks. I apologize. She's, But she doesn't hate you. She's not taking it personal. You're taking it personal. And that is a problem with the worker and people in the work environment. They take it personal. Bill Belichick comes to you and says, hey, you ran the wrong route. Run it right next time. People take it personal. Like, oh, coach doesn't like me. He's mad. He thinks I'm... Bro, shut up. Shut up. He's just trying to win Super Bowls. And when Ellen tells you that you've done something wrong, it's not personal. 
She doesn't think you suck. She just thinks the work that you did suck. I do it all the time. I'm a very difficult person to work for. I am very critical of people's performances. I'm very critical of my own performance. But it doesn't mean I don't like you. It just means in the moment that you suck. And I dealt with that all the time when I worked at WAF, but I didn't have a problem with it. I had no problem with having with taking criticism for the content that I created if it sucked or if it didn't suck. But just in the same right, I didn't have a problem fighting back if I thought my content was good enough to be aired. And if it wasn't, then I took the criticism and I made it better. And then if I did fight for it to get aired, I took the beating. I took it and I got told what, what was wrong with it, why I shouldn't have done it, and I moved on from it. But I never, ever, ever ever accused my higher up bosses you know we're not just talking like 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 hillman who's like one of the greatest dudes i've ever met anybody above that it's just it's a demanding industry you got to be the best you got to be good and i imagine that in ellen's think tank room or in ellen's work environment she's producing she's putting together a talk show that's watched by millions of people and she wants it to be perfect for everyone that's why her show's great that's why she gets paid millions because she demands excellence. That's why Bill Belichick wins Super Bowls. Because he demands excellence. Because they need... We're still banned on TikTok. All right. They need to be great. And they want everybody else around them to be great. Same reason Michael Jordan is called a dickhead. Same reason why people said they didn't like being Michael Jordan's teammate. But you know what they did like? They liked winning NBA championships. They liked the ring. But to get the ring, you have to work hard and someone there is going to call you out. People don't like being called out. People like to just go to work, put in a half-ass work, day's work, and not be told that they suck. Well, tough shit. If you don't like that kind of stuff, get into a different industry. Get into one of those. Go work at McDonald's. You can't mess that up. There's no pressure there. Mustard. Ketchup. Onions. Pickle. Piece of cheese. Bun. Done. You can't mess that kind of crap up. But high performers understand that they are constantly going to be pushed and that they're constantly going to be criticized to make them better. That's why people do it. That's why an Ellen DeGeneres, if people think she has a toxic work environment, when in fact she is just trying to make sure she has the best product to put out there and it goes for her guests. That's why the celebrities, when they come on her show, they're like, oh, Ellen's a bitch. Nope, she's not a bitch. She just wants to know that when you get out on her show, you're going to perform. You're not going to pull some uh, crappy ass interview. You're not going to be stupid. You're going to go out there. You're going to be funny. So like, for example, I, I, I don't know who's been on our show lately, but let, let's say who's a funny guy, I, I, a, a comedian. Well, let's just say you're a comedian, okay? You're a comedian. You're on Ellen DeGeneres' show. She wants to make sure when you get out there, you bring the funny and you don't try not to be the comedian. She wants you to be the comedian. When you get out there, you be the persona that the public sees. We don't want the persona that get the, the behind the scenes. You get what I'm saying? She just demands excellence and she's being pushed out. She's getting shoved along because snowflakes and pussies can't handle constructive criticism. So you got to say it's a toxic work environment. How about on the other side? Why don't you say, yep, Ellen pushes me. 
every single day. Ellen wants the best for me every single day. Ellen is always up my butt trying to make sure that I am better so that she's better and it'll make you better. You'll be able to have your own show someday. You'll understand what it takes to be successful, how difficult it is to even get to that level in a, in, in a fucking business. And for her to do it for 20 years, the reason that she has is because she pushes people to give their best. She's never satisfied. You give her something, she goes, is that the best you can do? You give her something that says, maybe we could do a little bit better. She gives you something, you give, she gives, you give her a joke that's 30 seconds. She's like, hey, make it funny in 15 seconds. And then you give it to her for 15. She goes, I need it in five, five seconds. Make the joke five seconds. Because she wants to be the best and people can't handle it. So when you can't handle it, you go, oh, oh, this is a toxic waste. This is a toxic work environment. I can't handle working for Ellen. I can't handle working for Coach Belichick. Coach Belichick just wants, he pushes me. How dare he? How dare he push me? How dare he try to make me the best? How dare he? It's a big problem with our country. No one can take criticism. When you criticize some, no one can take ball busting and no one can take criticism. When you criticize somebody and their work, they get offended personally and you shouldn't take it personally. It is just work. We want you to be better. I'm not criticizing you, the person. I'm criticizing what you just did for work and it stinks. So let me, let me give you, imagine if you're a doctor, right? You think it would be acceptable for a doctor to mess up heart surgery and then, you know, all right, hey, man, I'm just going to go home and mess up heart surgery. Nope, the doctor's going to get lambasted by, by the people who run the hospital or by his higher up, by whatever doctor. The, the chief doctor's going to come in there and he's going to run him ragged and be like, bro, you just messed up heart surgery. You can't do that. He's going to make sure the guy's the best. Make sure. These dudes are under massive pressure and they can handle criticism because they don't have the option to not be the best. So that's what's happening at Ellen's work. And that's why Ellen's work environment is so-called toxic. It's toxic because you are a baby and you can't handle constructive criticism. And when Ellen's giving you tough love, you curl up into a ball and you whine and you bitch. Now, if you can't handle that kind of work environment, don't work in entertainment because that's what you're going to get. Plain and simple. If you want to be the best, you got to work for the best. And the best are going to push you to be your best. And if you don't want to be a champion and successful and you don't want to be pushed, bro, go work at a grocery store and bag groceries. And I tell you this, if I worked at a grocery store, I'd be the best bagger on the damn planet because I want to be the best. I find the quickest way to do it, the most proper way to do it. And I'd want my manager to push me. And if he didn't push me, I'd take his job. Man, bunch of pussies in this country. Driving me nuts. All right. There's my bitch on, on, on Ellen. NBA. Let's talk about the NBA really quick and what's going on. Real quick, let's just talk about sports in general. So apparently Major League Baseball, and this is not what I wanted to talk about, but I got to mention it, okay? Apparently Major League Baseball can't handle the coronavirus. Now they have another team that's got... 12 cases. It's like every team has has problems with coronavirus. Now, I don't know how many people in, in the NBA have it. I know that nobody has tested positive for the coronavirus. Um, uh, Flick W, what's up? No one has tested positive for the coronavirus in the NHL. The NHL, they've been in their bubble for a week. It's a two-week bubble. So far, nobody's tested positive. Seems like they're doing stuff right. NBA, I don't know how many people have it, but it's not as many as Major League Baseball. Maybe Major League Baseball needs to go up, go with the bubble. 
Maybe you guys need to go with the bubble. My advice to all major league teams is they should be playing in Vermont. There is no COVID in Vermont. It's like zero COVID-19 upper Vermont. Get your butts up to Vermont. Play baseball up there. Play football up there. Wrestling, uh, basketball, golf. Do it all. All of it. Boom. Up there. Go. But that wasn't what I wanted to talk about. Uh, what I want to talk about, well, another thing. Yes, it's the National Anthem is what I want to talk about. Two things. Major League Baseball and the NBA, their ratings are getting annihilated by people who are pissed off about players nailing for the National Anthem. Their ratings are less than a million people. Less than a million people per game. It's unheard of in sports. Even the worst of worst games gets over a million viewers. I'm Legit. Like the, the most garbage game out there, if it was two like bottom tier teams and they were playing, they would still get over a million viewers. People are pissed about the national anthem. And there is a guy, a state senator in Oklahoma, and uh, that is really upset about it. He's so upset about it. He's looking into legislation to take away the tax benefits to um, to the uh, to Oklahoma City to the to the. So they gave them right. The, the the NBA team tax tax benefits to come and play in Oklahoma City to come and play in Oklahoma. A lot of states do that because these these businesses when they come to town they generate revenue they create business for the local bars local restaurants they do great for the local economy. This guy had said, you know what? If they don't respect America and they can't stand for the flag and they can't stand for the anthem for the country that gives them the right to make all this money, well, then we need to review the tax breaks that they get. I love when people and lawmakers talk like this because now you'll find out whether or not they care about the protest or not. This is when you find out, do you really care? Do you really give a crap about the movement? Are you, are you for sure on board with disrespecting America or not? Now you're going to find out. When you start messing with people's money, then you really find out where the conviction is. Like I might say, oh, brah, I'm not going to, uh, I, 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 I'm going to start eating organic, right? Because I'm trying to think on my level. I'm going to eat everything organic. Bro, the second I go to the grocery store and I see that organic chicken costs 12 bucks and the regular chicken costs four, pfft, I'm regular chicken all day long. People lose their conviction when it comes to money. People bounce out on protests when they're going to lose money. It's the same reason why people burn statues, but they don't burn money. So they'll rip down a statue of George Washington, but they sure as hell won't burn anything that a dollar bill. They might go after a uh, Benjamin Franklin statue, but they're not going to burn a hundred dollar bill. Andrew Jackson, bro, this guy, they should be burning his money. Right, they, they, this guy he 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 signed the the Native American the, the Indian Act, the Remove Native Americans Act, dude. This guy was like, yeah, let's get rid of the Indians. Oh, they go after his statues, but they ain't burning twenty dollar bills. You get my point? This is phenomenal. The guy's gonna hold them to task. I think it's great. I think that he's gonna. I hope they take their tax benefits away and says, hey. This is how it works in the United States of America. You love this country. You support this country. You stand and honor this country. And if you don't, we're not going to give you tax breaks. We're going to we're going to take your money, penalize them. I love it. That is how the that's how stuff works. That's a fantastic protest against the NBA. But I don't think that's going to matter. I think that the NBA and and Major League Baseball because they're not going to because the ratings suck. They're going to go back to their players and they're going to say, hey, you guys got to stand. I think this will affect the NFL before the NFL kicks off. They're going to sit back and say, shit, ratings are terrible. 
the ratings on these other sports are terrible. And on the upside, right, you're noticing that hockey is having better ratings than they normally had. Why? Because the NHL decided that they were going to stand and they were going to lock arms instead of kneel. They, they met in the middle. They did the right thing. Right? They met in the middle. I mean, I don't think there should be any middle ground here. You stand for the anthem, that's it. But they met in the middle, and they're doing things right. These other organizations are suffering. Watch. Watch the NFL. Watch these guys. Watch, literally. Look look to see the NFL to try to go bubble style, because the two leagues, the NBA and the NHL, seem to not be getting COVID, but Major League Baseball is getting nailed. Then... Ratings are down, so look for the NFL to try to figure out a way to not have people kneel for the National Anthem. They might let them do it week one, but after that, it's going to go away if the ratings absolutely suck. I think it's great. I think that all states that are giving benefits to a team that's nailing for the National Anthem should review the tax breaks and say, well, you know, this is a great country that gave you tax breaks so that you can have your team here. This is also a great country that makes gives you the ability to make a ton of money. But now that you don't like our country anymore, we're not going to give you tax breaks anymore. Just like Trump says to the countries that are outside of this government, said, oh, 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 oh wait, we're not giving you tax breaks to come here and do business. We want business done here in America. We're going to slap taxes on you. Great. Slap taxes on these un-American folks that don't want to stand for the national anthem. I absolutely love the idea. I hope that they do it. I hope it passes. Um, all right, NASA. Why don't we just quickly talk about NASA before we get to some of them? All right. So a new term has, has come about in the AR, AAI age. It's aerobotics. Aerobotics is the mashup of erotic. It's aerobotic. So erotic and robotics put together. What, what is that? It's sex robots. It's adult toys, things like that. NASA is now looking into using aerobotics to help, along with other, um, with SpaceX, to using these uh, type robotics for the astronauts that are up in space. So apparently, I don't know, I, dude, I'm not an astronaut. I'm never going to be an astronaut. Um, I would like to be in isolation the way they're in isolation, man. I, I enjoy having that type of isolation. But they have sexual desires that they would like to take care of. And NASA is trying to figure that out. And it looks like they're going to be sending aerobotics up into space to help out our astronauts. I think that's great. Now, I think they should start here first. There are tons of, of young men that now they don't go out, they don't talk to women anymore, and you have COVID going on, so you can't go out and talk to women. I think that the government should buy one of these for every male in the United States, except for the married guys like myself. I don't need one. I have a lovely wife. I'm, I'm good. But I'm talking about the younger guys like my son. All my son does all day long. I'm, I'm surprised he even comes out for air. He's in the basement playing Xbox all day long, huffing his own gas. I, I le Legitimately, he's high 94 uh, he, he's high 99.9% of the day off of his own methane gas. You go down there, bro, you die. Literally, the uh, uh, you, you think global warming is a problem. You come down into the basement, bro. It's it's like it's got its own atmosphere. You can't. You need a mask, an oxygen mask. Forget a normal mask. They should send these uh, aerobotics to these kids. They need them. Honestly, they're gonna they're gonna need it because it's gonna be the only action these dudes are gonna get. But I think it's pretty cool. And I wanted to talk about that. All right. Last topic um, of the night is, oh, you know what? It's not the last topic. Let's do TikTok talk, and then we'll get to the last topic. 
So I, I want to give President Trump a high five, and I did it yesterday, but President Trump has saved TikTok. TikTok is one of my favorite mediums. I love TikTok. I love streaming on TikTok, and I love making TikToks. As a matter of fact, I love making TikTok so much, I think I made 22 TikToks today. I, I don't know where I find the time to do it, bro, but I do. I think I made 22 of them. It might be 23, and I'm not done making them. I'll probably make like four or five more today. Total of 30 TikToks today. I love TikTok. It's one of my favorites. Legit. Thought it was going to go away. But President Trump today approved Mike. He gave the thumbs up. He can't really approve of it. He can ban it, but it's not like he's actually in on the sale. But he gave his thumbs up to Microsoft to buy the United States arm of TikTok. And that's going to happen. They have 45 days to do it. So Trump said, hey, I'm not going to ban it. You got 45 days to figure it out. If it hasn't been figured out in 45 days, I'm shutting down TikTok. So what President Trump did is he took a... A, a company that's based in China. Now, I know TikTok has offices here in the United States. It's quite like Toyota. Toyota is a um, is not made or it's not a United States company, but they have local offices and they make some pots here once in a while. I get it. But now it is going to be a full-blown American-owned company right here in the United States and your data is going to be protected by Microsoft. Is there much protection coming from Microsoft? Probably not. They will sell your data the same way Facebook sells your data. They will sell your data the same way Twitter sells it. Your data will be getting sold. But at least it's American now, and it will be American. So I applaud uh, President Trump for forcing the sale of TikTok to an American company. Now Microsoft becomes a huge player in social media as TikTok is just going straight up. 100 million active um, um, users and growing. It's going to get bigger. It's going to grow bigger. So kudos to President Trump. I just, I got to high five him on that. I love it when America wins and America is winning today and everybody on TikTok wins, including myself. I get to keep the platform and I get to keep creating content on it and doing my live stream on it. I absolutely love it. Thank you, President Trump. Somerville, Massachusetts. The mayor in Somerville has forced the, the uh, a fire department to take down the Blue Lives Matter flag, the Blue Lives Matter or the Back the Blue flag. This flag is the American flag that is black, white, and has that blue stripe. You guys are all familiar with it, I'm pretty sure. So they had it on one of the back of the engines in support of, of, of to back the police officers. And, and listen, they should. These guys work hand in hand. Firefighters and police officers, they work hand in hand. Firemen, on a daily basis, they, they, they're they ready to protect you. They're ready to save your life. They will run into a fire to save you without thinking about it. And police officers will do the same. Police officers show up to fires. They'd run in if they had to. But they're also on the streets every single day protecting you from violence all the time. They're making sure that people don't rob you. They're making sure that you're not getting shot. They're making sure that traffic is safe. You name it. Cops are on the job to protect you 24-7. So are firefighters. So the firefighters wanted to show support and say, you know what? We respect. the We back the blue. So they had the back the blue flag going off one of their engines. The mayor has said that the back the blue, I'm paraphrasing, but basically he said that the flag is is a hate flag. He's he's saying that the flag is a hate flag and all it does is stir up problems and it's um it's divisive. But here's the catch. City Hall, City Hall is flying the Black Lives Matter flag. City Hall has said, well, 
The Black Lives Matter flag is okay, but the back to blue flag is not okay. They have an ordinance that you can't have, they don't, you don't have authorization to have flags up there that are, are, are of political nature. Well, Black Lives Matter is of political nature. I understand that it's a movement for equality. And I'm and, and listen, I'm for equality, so I'm not bashing anybody. I'm for equality. What I'm saying is I think it's a fucking joke that you would take that make firefighters take down something supporting the police officers. So it's clear to me that you do not support police officers in some of them. Not not everybody, but the mayor. So here's what I, I, this is what I like. When you don't support the police and you don't back the police officers, I hope that you need help someday. I hope the phone rings, right? You have the bat phone. You're the mayor. You're, you're actually, as the mayor, you're, you're the head guy over there. So I hope that someday you need help and you call on the chief of police and the guy doesn't pick up. Or if he does pick up and he goes, yeah, hey, chief, chief of police here. And he's like, yeah, hey, what's up, man? It's the, the, the mayor of some of And he goes, oh, yeah, click, hangs up on you. Well, not wrong number. Oh, you don't back us? You don't, oh, you don't care about us? Yep, wrong number. Absolutely disgusting. There should be no problem in this country for supporting law enforcement. The things that these guys are doing for us, even now, they're taking so much crap, but they still go to work every day and they will still protect you. They would still, right to this moment, if you were a scumbag that doesn't back the blue, they would still come and protect you because that's their job. It's happening from local state and federal law enforcement. These are decent guys that lately have been put into tough situations by so-called protesters that aren't protesters that are rioters. They have guys, you have people that are out rioting. In Portland, it's a freaking dumpster fire. The place is burning down, but police are still there trying to keep the place safe. Federal troops are there trying to keep the safe place. Keep the place safe. It is a joke. It's disgusting. It, it, literally, I, I don't know when the mayor's term is up. I don't know if his election is now or if, or if it's a different election cycle. But when he comes, I hope to God the police union steps up and says, do not vote for this guy. I hope to God every person that lives in Cambridge understands that they get to walk down the street safe at night, not worrying about crime, not worrying about get, getting shot or pulled or raped. I mean, like pulled into the woods or something. There's no woods in some of them. So I don't know why the hell I said that. But you get to be safe because of them. And when you go to vote, I want you to think about that and about how the mayor was like, yep, no dice here. We don't support the police. We're going to. And then what's even worse, you put the firefighters in a tough spot where they got to take it down. It's a garbage move. It's embarrassing. Honestly, embarrassing. If I was that, bro, if I, you know what, bro, you put, maybe you listen to this. Maybe you used to listen to me on the radio back in the day. You're embarrassing. It's embarrassing to America, to Somerville and to Massachusetts that you would make these guys take that flag down and not support the boys in blue. Absolute garbage. Disgusting. You're a mayor. How embarrassing. How emb- that's just embarrassing. What a joke. All right. That's going to do it for tonight, guys. I, I got to I gotta hop out. Um, I started the podcast late, so therefore the podcast ran short. So here's the deal. Subscribe to Spazzing Out. Go to anthonypaziali.com or go to any of your favorite podcast um, locations and subscribe to it. Oh, you know what? One more quick one. I just wanted to get this out about... Uh, 
Odell Beckham because I thought this I thought this was funny and it's actually laughable. So Odell, Odell Beckham has uh, said in an interview that he doesn't think the NFL should play this year and that he wouldn't care if they did if they didn't play because he doesn't want to play. And I, the only thing I have to say to that is, yeah, bro, we know you don't want to play. You play for the Browns. You have you play for the worst team in football and your quarterback sucks. If you were playing with Brady, if you were playing with Breeze, if you were playing with Garoppolo, um, uh, Prescott, uh, Mahomes. Any of these guys, bro, you'd be out there or you'd be playing. I wouldn't want to play either. Don't try to use uh, uh, COVID as a cop-out, bro. You just don't want to play for a crappy team. Plain and simple. Done. Zero. Your team sucks. You don't want to have another sucky year and you're going to be even worse off. So why don't you just opt out for the year instead of bitching and disappear for a year and then you can come back next year. Oh, but you won't opt out because you need to be on the field to make that 20 mil. Right, bro? You'll be out there and your team will suck. And your stats will suck this year because your quarterback sucks and your team sucks. Sorry, bro. All right. That's it for spazzing out. Thank you so much for listening. I got to go upstairs. I got to spend some time with my family. We'll be back tomorrow night. All sorts of crazy stuff. Whatever it is. I don't know. I don't care. All right. Love you guys. Mean it.